again. Hey, what up, Job? I want to show you something. And I know this is a podcast, and like, you want to show me something? Yeah, and why the fuck would I show you something on our audio like, program? Right, right. Okay. Right. Don't don't talk to me about visual gags on an audio program. You were about to do one, and we stopped. For I other was. Reasons. I was, and you know what? You still might. I still might. <laughs> but I did think that it would be stupid. Right, and, and it would. S- but it's almost the point that it would be stupid. But anyway, continue. All right. Now I didn't say this wasn't going to be that. This is going to be stupid? I mean, maybe. It's You're about to find be, out. It's, it's most likely I want to show you. If I had to guess. My most prized possession. Okay? Yes? I'm going to get up. I'm going to go get it real quick, okay? I'll be right back. Okay. This, if you don't know. It's a copy of the hit film, Van Helsing. Starring uh-huh. Hugh Jackman. Yep. On HD DVD. Uh huh. This is your most prized possession. Ah, oh, it smells so good. It smells. It smells like failure. It smells like it's probably never been opened. Probably never put inside an actual HD DVD player because I think only three families have owned an HD DVD player. In the history of the world? Yo, HD DVD, according to, just right on the disc itself, right, uh-huh. right on this boy right here. What does it say? It says, uh, HD DVD, the best in picture, the best, and interactivity. Okay. Um, yeah, and it says it on here, there's a little, now, little pamphlet thing in here too, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Hear that pamphlet? It says the same thing on it, but there's other stuff in here. Okay, we're going to break this down for you. Inside, now it shows you a little, little, little thingy for it. So uh, let, let, let's go through the categories here. Superior Picture. Uh-huh. HD DVD delivers the greatest high-definition content available today with a resolution of 1080p. That's six times greater than standard DVD video with a resolution of 480p. What does Blu-ray do, though, in relation to this? 1080p. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. Right. Superior Sound. Dolby Digital uh-huh. Plus. Represents the next generation of premier high-resolution home surround sound entertainment with data rates of 1.5 megabits per second compared to 448 kilobytes per second Whoa. for standard DVDs. Dolby Digital Plus enables a superior sound listening experience that fully complements the dramatic high-definition picture quality Whoa. and special features provided on this disc. Right. The special features... But there's one on left. Van Helsing. There's one more. Superior interactivity. Mm-hmm. HD DVD's dynamic interface allows you to easily access features on the disc while you watch movies I mean, via cascading choices. What the fuck? That's what it says. What does that mean? The interface is created using IHD, an XML-based interactivity specification. Going beyond standard DVD, experience a whole new level of interactivity that creates additional features, including... Navigating in real time to change your settings. Multiple video streaming allowed advanced features such as picture-in-picture. Instant access to bonus content that relates to the scene while it's playing via the menu interface. And superior compatibility. Play HD DVDs, standard DVDs, and audio CDs all in one HD DVD player. Great. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. When was that written, you think? Uh... I'm looking. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking. When did this... 2004? 
Okay. Well, the movie came out in 2004. Maybe well, like 2005. Well, okay, so HD DVDs came out in 2006. I just want to give you a time frame here. I looked it up for you. Okay, good. HD DVDs started in 2006. Do you want okay. to hazard a guess as to how long they lasted? One year. 2007, they stopped. Uh, two years. 2008. 2008. Okay. Officially discontinued in 2008. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't hear about them after 2007. However, early in, 20, in 2008. So basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically 2007. <laughs> about a year's worth of time. The pinnacle of technology over here. I think it's, I think it's more sad that you own a copy of Van Helsing, though. Hugh Jackman. In any form. And Kate Beckinsale are in this movie. Yes, they are. Do you remember? What do you remember about Van Helsing? Oh, quite a bit. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. It's dumb as shit. Yeah, it's like the worst. There's freaky gargoyle man on the disc. A gargoyle man? I believe that is a, a Dracula, I think. Because Dracula has a weird, monstrous transformation in that film. Uh, as does Van Helsing at the end, when uh, much like... The Van Helsing legend, he turns into a werewolf, yeah, you know, much happens, like you know. the Van Helsing stories that's, that we've all not, heard before. That doesn't, that's not. Yes. I'm trying to, I don't. Yes. No. No, that's accurate. It's a very accurate film. Great movie. Great film. Yeah. Universal Pictures, dude. Putting out quality. Dumb. HD DVD, more like HD. PP. What's wrong with you? This is where the theme goes. This is where I put the theme. Ah, ah, this is where the theme goes. I put the theme right fucking here. Ah, ah. Ah, ah. This is the fucking theme. The theme song for our show. Ah. Uh, Except it doesn't sound like this, and if it did, it would be shit, because this is not our theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut this out and post, and if you don't, you are a dick. Yeah, yeah. Which has been confirmed multiple times in our fucking terrible podcast. Yeah, yeah. None of that rhymed. No. I, I'm Incubus. Oh, okay, very good. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day, I don't know. Hello, everybody, welcome to the Get and Jump Show! That's Ged. Hey. I'm Jub. Hey. Today. Why you sound like me, Jub? Wow, that's crazy. I don't, what? Shut up. <laughs> Today, <laughs> we are going to talk about Jurassic Jurald. Jurassic Jurald, yeah. Yeah, Jurassic Jurald. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably some other dumb shit. I've, one can only assume. I don't, I don't think we've ever talked about anything. On our program over here. I don't think you've ever talked about anything that's worth a shit on this program. Halloween 3 season of the witch. Oh yeah, very good. That's right. it. That's it. That's the move. Yeah, it's a good move. So to kick this shit off. You play anything new lately again? <laughs> I played this fucking Arnold Palmer like uh, you know, like a damn good, fiddle. Good game. Mm. Speaking of that, this past weekend, Evo happened. Something dumb as shit happened at it. Oh yeah. Now I mean, at the time, we didn't know it was dumb as shit. At the time, we thought it was hype as shit. Yeah. During the set for Tekken Grand Finals. Was it the Grand Finals? Yeah, it was Grand Finals. All of a sudden, a codec call happens. Straight up out of Metal Gear Solid. And Snake answers, and it's straight up the fucking sprites from MGS1, or whatever you call it. And Snake says, that's some good-ass Tekken. 
or something like that. Yeah. And then the call ends. And then the room explodes because the clear assumption after that happens is snakes coming to Tekken. Right. And that's fucking nuts. And honestly, CQC. Sort of plausible, given the previous DLC characters, wonky as they are, for Tekken. We've gotten Noctis from Final Fantasy XV. We've gotten Geese from King of Fighters, I believe. Yeah. We've gotten Akuma, or he was in the base game. Yeah, he was. Even the base game had crazy sh- shit. Uh, and then, obviously, most recently, we got Negan. From my favorite program, The Walking Dead. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I mean, he's good in it. They just announced that there was going to be another season of DLC for Tekken 7 as well. So everyone's hype. Everyone is like, oh my god. Snake is going to be in the game. And then it comes out that this was not put on uh, by the Tekken people. This was put on by Evo. Evo did this as a joke. As a little fun thing... Good joke. ...that to do. Uh, Fun in quotation marks. Good joke. Uh, They didn't even consult Konami... Yeah. ...or Snake's voice actor, David Hayter, who uh, took to Twitter to uh, announce his displeasure at uh, this happening. Yeah, well, what happened is, uh, apparently, I don't know if it was somebody in the Evo staff or whoever, paid David Hayter for a cameo. You guys don't know what cameo is. It's a... uh, It's... A website where you can pay prominent actors or famous people to say something for you. Yeah, now see... It's supposed to be for personal use only. Yes, that's great. That's how we get stuff like, uh, you know, him going like, Raiden, squeeze my hog. And that shit's great. Love that shit. That's how we get him saying, like, you know... (laughs) my ass cheeks are clapping so hard because I'm dummy thick. Yeah. All that stuff's great and just in dumb fun. It's not being used to promote an event without your knowledge. Right. If you recorded David Hayter saying, I approve of this, and then use it to promote that thing, that's really strange and not legal. Not legal to do that. So no. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. That's some dumbass horseshit bullshit. And I don't I, I, I assume that they didn't for some reason think that people would instantly think that this means he's gonna be a character in Tekken. I think But I don't know how they could have possibly thought. I bet that. some motherfucker on like the uh the design team was like, I'm gonna a good joke. I'm gonna get people all riled up. And then it did not turn out well for that person. I guarantee you that they will never be working at Evo again. They shouldn't. They should not. That is worth losing your job over. Yeah. Honestly. Easy. I don't want to advocate for someone losing their job, but that's worth losing your job over. So anyway, I just want to talk about that. But fuck that. Besides that, Evo, Evo was fun. And besides that, Evo was great. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool stuff happening. Uh, the, all the tournaments were great. And I don't know how much you watched, but I watched a good chunk of it, especially a lot of Smash. I mainly I just Smash. watched the Smash Ultimate Grand Finals, which was fun. Smash Ultimate's a crazy-ass game. It's awesome. Uh, everybody played a different character because Smash Ultimate's fucking insane and has 70 characters in it, so the rosters are, uh, you know, the tier lists or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like, you know, there's a lot of everyone in Top 8 played somebody different, and that was interesting to me. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of diversity in Ultimate right now. Now where that ends up, who knows, but for the time being, is really diverse, which is nice, uh, which we didn't get as much of in Smash 4. 
So Yeah, which is strange because it also had a lot of characters. Yeah, but a lot of characters were really bad in that game because that game played a specific way. Yeah, that's true. That's Ultimate true. is a little more freeform. Yeah. Which is better. Like I'm glad. a lot of characters can I'm play glad. to their strengths. That's why you see like somebody who's ridiculous like playing playing Duck Hunt Dog or who's a zony like weird character compared to a character like Joker yes. who's like all in. Yeah. Or somebody like Lucina who has to go all in in order to win. And impressive really Wario cool. play. Yeah, Wario's really good. Yeah, I'm Smash surprised. Ultimate. Yeah, Glutiny, a uh, player from France, did amazingly. He's been really good for a long time, actually. Uh, his Wario's fucking insane. I loved that shit. I loved watching that. It's shit. so fast. Yeah, like those up airs he pulls out so fast. It's 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 wild. Uh, Tekken was hype as shit. Um, so the person who won that tournament. Uh, was playing what people were saying is the worst character in the game. By the way, Pokemon trainer? No, 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 in Tekken. Oh, in Tekken. The person who won Tekken was playing what a lot of people say is the worst character in that game. Really? Who's yes. the worst character in Tekken? Apparently, uh, I apparently, forget her. I forget her because name. he's not now. Wait, it's a, it's she. It's, it's a chick. Okay, but uh, I forget her. I forget her name. But uh, Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> Tekken has a lot of weird characters. I want to start getting into Tekken, regardless of the snake thing being uh, fake. Yeah, that game's uh, hard. Yeah, probably, but like, I don't play fighting hard. games seriously anyway, right. so who gives a shit? I just want to play as Negan and hear him, hear him go like, it's about to be P-Pants City here right soon, while he's wearing like fucking hipster glasses and a pink shirt with a taiko drum floating over his head. Yeah. Uh, fucking insane game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. That sounds like, you know, some Smash Brothers meme team shit right there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, so I, I didn't expect Nintendo to have an announcement no. about Smash. Uh, no. When do you think we will? Because uh, the end of the year is coming up. You know about Banjo? Well, I mean about the last two remaining characters, which are supposed to be released by, I think, February of next year. Let's if see. If I had to guess. Nintendo will probably do another direct... But what they might do at this point is just uh, show the next character maybe during the direct talking about Banjo. Yeah, I would I would have to guess. Because they don't have any other, like, usually major directs left, but that doesn't mean anything for Nintendo. They could just do whatever they want. Very true. Very true. There's a Pokemon one, actually, on Wednesday. Oh, really? Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Oh, okay. Which we, But for, you know, time capsule, we're recording on uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, just to clarify, we won't be talking about that if anything crazy happens. No. I doubt it will. There'll probably just be more disappointing news about the new Pokemon. I told uh, I told my brother, and him were talking about it, I said, nah, they're going to come in, they're going to be like, hey guys, we fucked up. We're going to delay this game until spring, and we're going to put all the Pokemon in it. Okay, that would be the hypest shit ever, but they're not going to do that. No, absolutely not. They're going to stick to their See, guns. See, like, I, I think Nintendo can get away with something like that when it's like Animal Crossing, and they know that like that's that fan base is small but dedicated. So they're going to buy that game no matter when it comes out. Pokemon, they'll still buy it whenever it comes out, but like there's less tie-ins with something like Animal Crossing. Pokemon, you got the card game, you got the anime, you got the merch like, and that's yeah. all already lined up for sure because Pokemon is a fucking empire. Right. So that shit is probably already on lock and there's probably already agreements that that game has to be out in November. I could, I, I mean, I hope that Nintendo delays it because obviously not putting all the Pokemon in the game is probably a mistake. Or at least just like patch it in later. 
announce plans to do it and then right. still release it just in November. Just be like, hey, like in the spring, we're going to put out a big patch that puts the rest of Pokemon in the game. That would be semi-realistic if they're actually planning on doing it. But I, think, I don't know if they're planning on doing it. I think they'll do post-release stuff for this one, actually. This is the first time they have the ability to, like, realistically. Ah, they had the ability to for the 3DS. It's harder. I mean, other games have had DLC for 3DS. Yeah, but it's, like, not as... I'm talking about, like, like good patching. Oh, yeah, maybe 3DS for sure. games didn't yeah. start getting the ability to get patched until, like, later on. So... I thought you meant more like DLC episodes. No, no, no. I didn't, I'm, not, I'm not talking about like this being a DLC. I mean, what, what I'm talking about them doing like, as far as all the Pokemon go, I want that to be a patch. I don't want people to have to yeah, pay for they, that. Yeah, you shouldn't pay, right. pay for that shit. That, you're already paying for Pokemon jail. I mean, home. So, like, you know. <laughs> Is that the meme? People are calling it Pokemon jail? <laughs> people are memeing about it because, yeah, your Pokemon are trapped there. Uh, yeah, I won't be Because doing they it. can't be... They can't be transferred to until the I, game. Until I know they can be transferred to a modern Pokemon game, I'm leaving them on my 3DS. Actually, I think a home is free, but like people aren't actively using it because of that shit. So yeah, anyway. I just don't want I don't want to put my Pokemon there and then they get trapped and I can't move them on because I would like to I would like to move them to you know the new shit. That'd be sick. I want my I want my team of six furrets back. <laughs> <laughs> I want my fucking all my all my shinies. I lost all of mine. It's unfortunate. I've got everything. That's I've got everything shame. that I've, I've I have everything that I've ever gotten since uh, Heart Gold Soul Silver. I didn't get a lot of shinies legitimately though. Wonder trade, baby. Yeah. But hey, whatever. So I got a lot of mine from. Fuck it. And if Wonder Trading doesn't come back in that game, I'm fucking... They haven't announced anything about it yet. I'm kind of worried that it's not going to, even though that's one of the best features they've ever put in a Pokemon game. Yeah. Like, God bless that feature. Yeah, that's great. It's fun. It creates a lot of good community events, even though, like, clearly people are hacking Pokemon into the game. But fuck it. It's fun. And I like the random chance of, like, you know, hey, everybody trade in three, two, one, and then you could get a shiny. That's just fun. Yeah. And that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. So, <coughs> we anyway. drifted way off into a conversation about Nintendo. True. So, what have I been playing this week? Uh, I played a bit of the original Doom. Hell yeah, good game. And also Doom 3. Uh, I kind of played them in a game. wonky order because I want to play all the Dooms before Doom Eternal comes out. Uh, I definitely need to play 2016 Doom, but... Bethesda, in, I think, a smart move, decided to release all of the classic ones. Not all of them. One, two, and three. The main line. Uh, the ones that aren't available, but, like, I have a sneaking suspicion might be if these sell well, are uh, Final Doom and Doom 64. Uh, they'll probably not call it. And the uh, two expansions though. for Doom 2, uh, Plutonium and TNT. Those aren't in Doom 2? No. The one that's in Doom 2 is, uh, I forget what it's called. Oh, it's the same one that was in the BFG collection. Because all these are is just rip ports from the BFG collection. Uh, apparently not. Some people are complaining. And I don't really notice it or care. But some people have said that these ports of Doom 1 and Doom 2 are bad ports that are inferior to what was on last-gen consoles. Really? I haven't really noticed anything, but there's like apparently some slight visual and audio issues. I don't really care. I no, think it's that's... fine. I think it plays fine. And and Doom 3 is as good as ever. And I never played the BFG edition of uh, Doom 3. 
and I'm really enjoying that so far. BFG uh, edition of Doom Three is like one of the best packages ever. <clears throat> I think Doom Three is one of the most underrated games of all time. Absolutely, I'm actually being yeah. serious. I mean. What's its Metacritic score? Hold on, keep talking about it. I want to look it up. I, I think there's probably a fair amount of people that like Doom 3, but with the release of Doom 2016, and with most people kind of preferring the original Dooms to it, it gets overlooked in the series itself a lot. But I actually think it was a very interesting move for the franchise, and I really liked them focusing more on pure horror for once. I know that it's different, and to a lot of people, it wasn't Doom. And to a lot of people, the flashlight mechanic was annoying and stuff like that. I thought it all added to the game. Uh, although I appreciate the ability to have a weapon out and the flashlight just mapped to a dedicated button that just turns on in the new one. Uh, I don't think it really takes away a lot from the experience. Because uh, it's still fucking hard and still fucking creepy and it's still fucking great. It's, Doom 3 is a great game. It, it was sitting at an 87 on Metacritic. It's actually pretty high. Same as Doom 2016, actually. It even Same exact like, score. It even still looks pretty good, which is impressive, because I think that game came out in like 2006 or something. 2004. Shit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I think 2006 um, on consoles, but it came out in 2004 on PC. Yeah, I, I like, played that on the original Xbox. It was a good time. I think it was like four, four, four discs you had for install on CD. Really? If I remember correctly. For the original PC release? Yeah. That's craziness. If I remember correctly. Or it's just two discs. But it was very graphically high. Yeah, oh, uh, no, yeah. Like, we, uh, This was when my... That game came out when my older brother was a late teenager. And uh, he went out... He, he built this really nice PC. And uh, then got Doom 3. And we would all just sit up in his room and play it. And that game scared the shit out of me back in 2004. It's fucking scary. It's still scary. <laughs> All was, those uh, 12? It, so many unsettling moments <laughs> in that game. The fucking, like, baby cryings and shit yeah. in the background. And then just, like, when, like, control is wretched from you for a second. Like, when, like, I'm not really sure what's happening, but my headcanon is this. There's moments where, like, screen glitches and things happen. Where, like, satanic shit is happening and then demons start spawning in. Yeah. But, like, it literally stops control of your player character and, like, the screen goes red and shit like that. Yeah. Here's my headcanon of what is happening. Yeah, yeah hit me up. This is uh, so at the beginning of the game, when you first uh, see, like, it's really good and really atmospheric the way they start the game off, where, like, the when the hell portal opens and the demons start coming in and infecting everybody in the base, except, like, you and a few others, it's really cool to see, like, people turn in front of you and, like, all the fucking calls on the radio, but, like, literally there's, like, ghosty skulls floating about the place and they infect people. Yeah. And turn them into zombies, right? Right. My interpretation of events is whenever you have one of those glitches, they're trying to turn you into a zombie because you're just a human like everybody else. However, Doom Guy is such a fucking badass that he just doesn't, and then he just shoots all the demons. <laughs> <laughs> That's my headcanon, at least. Which, like, from what I hear about 2016... Same energy. That's fine. Same energy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fine. same energy. I know that like Doom has you just play as a guy, but like not really. No, that's an insane, capable man that just kills everything. <laughs> well, yeah, they, well, the first two doesn't really go into it that much. And Doom 3 kind of tries to make you feel like you're just a regular old dude. Doom 2016 does not. Yeah, no, Doom, Doom 2016 is like you are the Doom Slayer. Yeah, like you are the, the dude. As opposed to a normal human. Like, right. You're, you're you some know. kind of freak of nature. It's like uh, it's like uh, in Watchmen when uh, 
Rorschach's like, you're not, I'm not locked up in here with you. You're locked up in here with me. Yeah, same energy. That's that game. <laughs> but with Absolutely the demons. Is. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about the newer versions of Doom 3 is the, the way the flashlight works. See, I don't mind it. I'm, I'm, I thought I would hate it at first because I really liked using the flashlight as a melee weapon in like an oh shit scenario. Because <laughs> right. it was a really cool. And admittedly really cool to like shine the flashlight around and go like oh what's there and then that fucking imp jumps out at you and you're like ah shit and you like try to bop it with the flashlight and it's not fucking working so you gotta quickly switch to a gun right I don't care I feel more efficient and it doesn't like it doesn't take away from any of the scariness of the game no I because don't think so everything is still really imposing Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think it makes it a little less scary. The first imp you see and the 200th imp you see is still a problem. Yeah. And and it's great. I like that that's consistent throughout the entire game. Because you fight, a like, about a thousand imps, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but everything's a fucking problem in that game. It does a yeah. really good job of just, like... It's 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 so much less action-y than all the other Doom games. But it pulls off that horror element very well. Yeah. And like every everything in that game is a problem. If you play, especially if you're playing on the harder difficulties, it's a big resource management issue. Well, if you play on the hardest difficulty, doesn't your health drain? Yeah, constantly. Yeah, that shit's wild. But you start with that weird OP weapon that like eats demons. Yeah, the soul cube or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. That shit's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Can't wait to get further in that game because I'm only still like probably like ten levels in. No, oh, you, you, you haven't gone to hell yet, have you? No. Oh yeah, yeah. that's when the but game gets like, insane. But, like, yeah, there's a lot still to that game. That game's pretty long. It's really long, yeah. yeah. And, and it contains both DLCs. I've never played the second one, because that came with the BFG collection. Yeah. Uh, and I'm curious to play that one. Yeah, so, I, I have not either, so. A lot of good memories of Doom 3. Uh, oh, I love that game so much. I want to bitch about Crash Team Racing a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's time. <laughs> it's time to bitch about Crash Team Racing. I know exactly what this now, I'm gonna, Now, I'm gonna... So, there's good news and bad news. The good news, well, let's, what, fuck it. I think, I think it's better to talk about the good news after the bad news, actually. Bad news is they're adding microtransactions to Crash Team Racing. Or they did. They did. You can now buy Wampa Coins, which was just an in-game currency beforehand. And uh, this is continuing Activision's terrible trend of uh, adding monetization to games after the game already comes out and after it gets good press and good reviews. Then they add it. Yeah. And also it's 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 worth noting that the ESRB has to put on the game box's label for physical editions of the game whether it has this like in-app purchases or whatever they call it. Is that thing they have to do now? They do because there's a lot of concern with things like well every game with your kids stealing mommy and daddy's credit card. Yeah. And just, you know, buying all the shit. It pays to know for the parents buying the game whether that should be a discussion they have to have or not and i agree with that being on the back of the box that makes sense that's just as much of a thing that you have to discuss as the actual content of the game like the thematic content of the game which is usually what the rating is for the good news is this uh the game is still great i haven't had any reason to go buy the microtransactions and i haven't seen them they're attached to the game's store page. They're not inside the game itself. At least not yet. That could change. Activision sucks, so I don't put it past them to do that at a later date. Right. But for now, 
There is no, hey, we see that you're low on Wampa coins when you come into the store. Hey, would you like to buy some? None of that. That doesn't happen. You just see the store. There's no option to buy Wampa coins. You just have your Wampa coins. I appreciate that. I appreciate that I don't have to actually physically see the microtransaction aspect of the game at all. Could they change that? I don't know. I don't know. Microtransactions are getting a lot of bad press, as they should. Yeah, absolutely. So, I feel like it would be smart of Activision to be cautious involving this, especially considering the discussion of it is largely based around it it preying on children and getting them to spend money because they're more susceptible to it than adults for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Because they don't think about it and Yeah, and then you just go for it. You know, you know there's kids that get bullied for uh not having the latest Fortnite skins, you know, from the rich kids. Fortnite. So uh Fortnite there's pressure for that shit and that sucks. So, yeah, it's bad. I don't it's know. It's really bad. Now I don't know how niche Crash is, and if I had to guess, it probably has, you know, a fair amount of kids playing it, but it's probably mostly adults because of the, you know, nostalgia aspect of that game. Yeah. I'm at least still enjoying the game, even though I'm still, like, just as bad as it as I was before. And and one of my biggest pet peeves so far is... (sighs) One of the characters is Entropy. Okay? Okay. He is locked behind, you have to beat all of his time trial times to unlock him, okay? That's hard as fuck. That is, like, the hardest thing in the game to do. And it's not even the hardest thing in the game, because once you beat all of those, you unlock nitrous oxides times, and those are even harder, and that's what you have to do to plat the game. Now, I love platting games, but as soon as I saw those were hard, I reconciled a long time ago that I'm never going to plat this game. But I wouldn't, like, like, at least like to own all the characters okay and like you know there's certain skins that are only for those characters there's one in the event right now stone age entropy i'd like to have all that shit but he's so fucking hard to unlock i'm trying to get better at the game but like geez dude come on you're gonna unlock one of you're gonna lock one of the characters behind like something that hard yeah, can't you just get that character through uh pre-ordering the game no that is nitrous oxide which okay. is way easier to unlock because all you got to do is beat adventure mode, story mode, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and not even fully 100% beat it. 100% beating it gets his cart, which is a hover cart. I haven't done that yet, but you can do that on easy, and it's not that bad. Okay. So that's all fine, but Entropy is rough. Rough to get. And every time I come across one of them online, somebody playing as him, that just means he's going to win because they're like they've ascended. Right. They've ascended to god mode on this game. They they, they don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they, they don't even see the game. They just see like the matrix like Neo. So they they just fucking like they just see the code and they just win. So like fuck that shit. I'm not doing that. It makes me like actively not want to play when they're playing, but I finish poorly anyway. But at the very least, you know, the game still gives you enough Coins and nitro for progression, and I'm I'm wondering if next month, because next month is probably going to be the most anticipated of these monthly events, because it's it's based around Spyro the Dragon, and Spyro's going to be a character. I bet more people play it because of that, too. Activision, 
please do not lower the amount of coins you can win in game or increase the cost or increase the cost of items like, yeah keep it the it's same. already like tough and a grind and i don't mind tough and a grind if it's possible but making it worse would just suck so hard and i know other games have done that too so like ugh please no 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 god no <laughs> uh yeah fuck that fuck all of that I am so goddamn sick and tired of this shit. Yeah, me too. There is one thing releasing, a, like putting on a game, and there's the store and going into and everything. It is another to just slap it in after a game launches. And Activision is notorious for doing that shit. I remember I bought Call of Duty World War Two when it came out mm-hmm. because I want to play a oh, fucking another World War Two shooter game. I haven't had one in a while. Try it out. Game is fun. It's actually really good. Uh, two weeks after launch, they put in microtransactions. There were loot boxes in the game, but of, well, of course, you only you only earn it by playing, you're fine. And then two weeks later, they're like, yeah, there's this guy we put in the main hub now. And uh, you could buy shit. It's such horse Fuck shit. you. Fuck you. It's like they saw like like games like Star Wars Battlefront 2 and games like Shadow of War that had microtransactions at the start and then removed them from the game as the game went forward and decided, okay, we'll get good press and good reviews if we don't put them in at first, but then we need to make money, so just put them in after, because who cares? The game's already out. The game already sold. Yeah, they wait until those initial Shitty, sales happen, and then they put them in to retain people. It's shit. Your game should be able to retain people on its merits. Yeah, for sure. Like, I won't... Like, for Apex Legends, for example, I won't spend a fucking single dime on that game, and I play it every day, almost. Every day that I can. Because I love that game. And I will never give them my money. But I love the game. If they had actual real content for purchase, I'd purchase it. Like, real content, not skins. And also not content that already existed, too, by the way. Yeah. Fucking Modern Warfare Remastered bullshit. God, fuck that. Yeah, Activision is such horseshit. So for now, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bookmark that discussion because we'll see if they add you know tabs to the store. Like, would you like to buy this skin for nine ninety nine instead of just you know grinding nine thousand coins? If they add that shit, I'm gonna delete the game forever and fucking not play it. Right. To be honest. So yeah, don't give them the retention numbers. Bookmark that, and uh, we'll get back to it. For yeah. now, I'm still playing it and enjoying it. Well, at least there's it's that. a shame if they ruin this game because it's actually quite good. Right. Yeah, I haven't really been playing anything new myself. I don't think. I'm trying to think. Don't think so. Did you watch anything? Did you... Nothing, man. Wow. What did you do? You just stand there in Work. silence and a Work because I have a day job. Oh, okay. Well, basically then. Because <laughs> these, go- these guys don't pay me? Give me some money, bro. We need to make good content in order for them to pay us. Oh, dude, we're fucked. And I don't think that's going to happen. We're fucked, dude. <laughs> it's over. We work about day job forever. I think our best content comes when the movie we watch is terrible. So hopefully the next wheel spin is uh, the Resident Evil films. And then we'll uh, have a good I really, time. I really don't want to watch And by those. good time, I mean the worst time that anyone's ever had. Okay. Are you ready for some fucking news? What you got? What's that? What happened? I guess this is on the topic of video games. Oh, no. So, first let me get out of the way. uh, Me and Gen's hearts go out to everybody that was affected by the two shootings that happened. Maybe three. 
maybe three. And there was three. one other one in Chicago. I'm pretty sure. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know it just never stops. My heart goes out to all of you. I hope your I hope your family and friends. Hope you're all doing okay. This is it's rough. This shit's rough as shit. Fuck this. Fuck this country. Anyway. Yeah, it sucks. This is a yeah. comedy podcast, but like, you know, I don't even think this is like really like pol- politics. Really, it's just like I think in general, everyone realizes this is bad, but it it, it, it creates arguments. But I don't care. I'll speak my mind. I'm not going to give a shit. No, I don't give a shit about that. Fucking people end up being cowardly and avoiding politics, and it sucks. Yep, you're cowards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so in the wake of all of this, good old our good our good boy in the white place, President <coughs> Donald Trump. The white place, eh? The white place. Because mm. it's very white. I get it. Ah, it has been in two ways. After all this happened, he uh, decided to make a speech like a president would, except, uh, oh my god, it was, not only did it sound fake as fuck when he got to the podium and was just doing teleprompter speak and showing no real emotion of, that a human would. Uh, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know how he, the man, I don't think Donald Trump can read. <laughs> I think he can read just fine. I think he just, uh, well, he read Dayton as Toledo. Well, that, I think he went off script and then, uh, mistake, right. you have teleprompter in front of you. <laughs> What are you fucking doing, idiot? I mean, you can go off script, but... Yeah, you should, but I don't, you know... But obviously, you have to be a smart he does, person. it's stupid, so... We have to be a smart I'd person. I'd rather to, him go on script, I guess. Right, yeah, you have to be a smart person to, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. He's not. Anyway, as as testament to how not smart of a person he is, he, uh, you know, gave his condolences, did the usual thing, fucked it up, as he always does. But then he started talking about, like, preliminary measures against this happening again. And instead of talking about, you know, how to deal with uh, the way his rhetoric has affected the white supremacists in this country or guns, he decided to talk about video games. Yay! (laughs) Talk about banning violent video games. And in the wake of this... Jack Thompson, Digivolve to... (laughs) Donald. Donald Trump banning video games, man. I hate it. I hate it a lot. This sucks. It's the same thing that's been proven wrong time and time again. There's a chart that was going around... That uh, a lot of people were sharing on Twitter after this happened, because of course everybody's like, "No," and it showed in like correlations between countries' video game sales and gun deaths. Yeah, and South Korea being the number one video game sold place. Okay, like place where video games sell in the world. Probably not a lot of gun deaths. No, almost none. Mm. Japan, same thing. The U.S. Way too many. No correlation. Insurmountable. Yeah, insurmountable. Like, too many. The amount compared to the rest of the world. Neil deGrasse Tyson said too right. many. Yeah. Oh God, fuck him too. Um, another person that can go jump off a bridge for all I care. Yeah. God, I already didn't like him before that, but then after that happened, he could just fucking go away. I did for a time. You know, I watched Cosmos. Man, I thought he was cool. Uh, and then all he did was go like, you know, actually about pop culture. And just become a ghoul, and uh, also possibly, you know, sexual predator. So, that's all great. That's all good. Good, I hope he goes away. Yeah, me too. It's unfortunate. So, there's no correlation, and yet he keeps going on and on about it. And then, today, he decides that he's going to talk about mental health a little bit, because got anything to avoid talking about guns, the NRA gives him money. Ah. So... 
he said that we should consider involuntarily putting uh, mentally ill people in asylums again. Remember when we did that as a country? Remember how fucked up that was? I guess he wants to do it again. He's considering it. Nobody, it's not going to fly. This dude's totalitarian. God, I'm getting really political, and I apologize. But that is the most totalitarian move we've seen from, like, like an American figure in power. Trying to bring back things like that is is textbook definition fascist. Yeah, I can't. I I can't get around it. I, I you you could try to argue against it all you want, but I I don't see how it's not. So talking about banning video games falls into that. Talking about this mental health shit falls into that. He'll talk about anything except for the people who give him money so he can run another campaign. Because God for no, for God's sakes, he's probably broke. Let's roll his failed business endeavors. It's a shame that we have a president that is so fucking awful that I will literally vote for anyone next year. Anyone. I did, that, I did that in 2016, and I voted for That Hillary was Clinton true in 2016 she, as well. And that lady is a literal fucking demon. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, I really dislike Hillary Clinton. Both you of know, them. Both I, of them I, can go down. I probably fairly lean Democratic and, and liberal, but that doesn't mean I have to agree with every single damn thing. And Hillary Clinton, oddly enough, much like Donald Trump right now, has came out and said video games cause violence. I'm not even gonna has tell- said negative things about gay people, and I don't trust her one bit, but I would have been okay with her as president over Donald Trump. But here we are, and look how bad it is. I'm not even going to tell people where I exactly am politically on a public forum, because then I'll probably get put on a list. You fucking centrist. <laughs> Keep sitting on that fence, bitch. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that one. You even look like Boogie. Get the fuck out oh of God, here. I don't look like Boogie. I'm kidding, geez. Jesus. I don't look like that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> nah, your teeth aren't chiclets. It's fine. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I can't take credit for saying that. That was an Anthony Fantano meme. It was so funny. And then Boogie was like, wow, way to attack my physical appearance. He's like, yeah. He was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to lie. I just want to let y'all know that uh, that's some bullshit. That's some news. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I'm waiting to see how this shakes out because, you know, <sighs> gamers <laughs> have their own issues and certainly are not perfect. We just had that news story about uh, what the, what's the name of the game, Jusby? The game that uh, got Epic Store exclusivity and now they're sending death threats to the people. Justin, do you Wait. know the name of that? Oh, I can bring that up real quick. If you yeah, what's the, what's the game? Give me just a moment. All right. But anyway, like, I mean, well, just be able to say it in a minute, but like these indie creators uh, took the Epic Game Store deal, which a lot of indie creators are doing and a lot of indie creators should do because yeah, smartly. It's, a, it's a good deal. I'm not saying I like the Epic Game Store. It really is a shitty service. But in terms of giving indie developers money to produce and like store their content that's pretty good so ooblets is the ooblets. name of the game okay yes. so so they came out and uh said uh i, I think pretty unwisely their statement kind of like kind of kind of attempted to poke fun at the whole epic game store controversy but kind of came across as condescending yes yeah, so and i don't think that was intentional no actually uh, but I was, uh, I was- it certainly came across that way but Obviously, no, no fucking aspect of it should have resulted in death threats or anything 
that fucking serious. That is asinine horse shit. Yes. And gamers need to stop. So gamers have their own fucking problems, and they're not perfect. They're awful, and there's a certain subsect of the community that sucks and is toxic and needs to fuck off. Well, the reality of the situation, honestly, is that uh, I think well, it's at everybody the point now, plays video games. Right? That more than yeah. actually more than half of America now plays video games. Like I think it's like 161 out of 300 million people. So, so the reality video of banning games. video games means Trump violent video games kind of hurts his base. Now, I would say because people, I bet a lot of them play video I mean, games. I bet, because I bet about everyone a, fucking does. I bet near 100 million of them play violent video games. Yeah, and if they take Call of Duty away, are they going to vote for Trump? No, maybe not. I don't think so. I think a lot of Unless, people... Unless, like, the Democratic candidate is so fucking shitty again that people just have to do it. Oh, good. Ah! They, yeah, if they elect Uncle Joe. Oh, boy. I'll fucking I'll go jump off a bridge while I vote at the polls again, like I did in 2016. Uh, we need a gamer president. It's about time. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, see, the whole, the whole Blitz thing that, that happened. So the, the creator of the game wrote a Medium article, wrote something on Medium. Yes. Which is a place where you can make an article. Um, and he, he talked about, like, what... It, just kind of laying out everything that happened. But from what he was stating, when he took that epic deal, the, the entire time on his Patreon, because he funded this game through Patreon, not through Kickstarter. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah, because uh, he oh, specifically yeah. said, quote, I don't want to have to deal with gamer babies. I mean, fair. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I think that's fair. Because he, he doesn't have to I'm sure to be there's some people that could take that the wrong way. You know, I'm not a gamer baby. Fuck you, man. But, like... But then you, but when but you, then do you that, end up sounding like a gamer yeah, baby. Yeah, when so. you do that, you're, you become a gamer baby. So stop. <laughs> Fuckers. But it, 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 it does go hand in hand with the way that his statement was... Uh, yeah, so... Kind of... Right. Not, said, not the best move. But, again, you get these indie creators. They're maybe not used to this kind of well, shit. The, and that's fine. The way he... He justified it. He said that on on his Patreon, he would talk to when he made posts on there. He would be in that tone, and that's because that's the that's the tone that the game has. Yeah, it's sure. sort of like a sarcastic, snarky. Like there's character. I think there's like characters in the game that are like that are like that. Like that that's kind of like the attitude. So he's just like playing in the character of the game when he when he was doing that. And so for him, he just thought it would be, you know, business as usual. Uh, God, it, it's about the Epic Game Store, but at most, it'll probably only reach, you know, like a few hundred more people. Maybe a couple of them will get mad. But then this blew up for well, across multiple things, and then the harassers came. Now, Jim Sterling, one of my, my personal favorite content creators in, sort of in the gaming sphere, uh, released a video about it, and he since then took it down. And I, I really like Jim. I also think uh, he probably inadvertently helped perpetuate it, which sucks. Yeah, it does, but, like, I understand why he was angry about their statement, and he's angry about the Epic Store. I understand it, but when it, but, like, wisely, he decided to... He decided to take it down. He made the right move Not perpetuate it anymore, because now it's progressed to the point where assholes are... Uh, ...talk about it, or take the video down. A lot of them will like put out a video, and then there's like something that like makes somebody go after somebody. A uh, good old Colin Moriarty's done this before, and then I uh, just completely refuse to take down the video because it's not my fault that this mm-hmm. happened. So why should I do anything? You have a responsibility as a content creator that has a large audience, and when you do something that causes harm to somebody else, you have to act. Otherwise, you just create absolute chaos and 
you get a bad reputation. This is how people like Colin Moriarty have developed a bad reputation. Not yeah. only for his kind yeah. of dumb politics, but also because he doesn't take responsibility for the people that follow him. And then he makes like boisterous claims and like, oh, if you find if you find that person that said all these terrible things, I will personally remove them from the Patreon. I was like, why don't you just go look in yourself, motherfucker? It's your audience. <sighs> Shifting to blame. And there's a lot of he's not the only person that does that. There's a lot of content creators that do that. They don't want to be responsible for their own audience. If anybody in my audience ever fucking if I found out that anybody in my audience ever was doing something like somebody told me that somebody in my audience was doing something like I'd go fucking find them. And I'd make sure they were never able to access my content ever again. Because fuck that. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. And I'm so Jim made the right Jim Sterling made the right move when he did that. That's what you're supposed to do. Could condemn it, remove the video loud and clear tell people fuck you stop yeah for sure it is a good move and then hopefully other people in the future follow his example when something like that happened that whole situation sucks uh i would i would suggest going to look at the medium article if you want to see the severity of it because it's really bad and it, it kind of puts in perspective for you what kind of happens outside of public backlash a lot of that comes from like posts and private discord pages or dms on twitter a lot of people get really fired up about shit like this, and they are out of control, and they say harmful things, because they could go under the guise of the internet. Yeah, the internet lets people have a certain amount of anonymity, and that sucks. And you could say, oh, you grow thick skin. Terrible or, shit. Right, you can just go say, grow thick skin or whatever, but you don't think, you don't understand what that something like that is like unless it happens to you. It's, and also, not everybody is the same. Like, you know, maybe me or you see that shit and we're like well the internet sucks and I hate these people and they could fuck off and then we can go about our lives but not everyone can do that everyone's different and we need to respect that and not be fucking shitty to people just because we think you know have a, have a thicker skin yeah fuck you yeah. So that's a pull up by your bootstrap shit fuck off it's not on them it should be on you to not be a shit person right yeah, yeah it should be on the people that perpetuate it and do it Fuck off. That whole situation's messed up. I'm like, I feel so bad for them. Every indie dev, if they get offered an Epic Store deal, should and probably will take it. Why not? Yeah, probably everyone should. It helps, it helps, like, verify the stability of your game and make sure that these indie devs who a lot are, a lot of them are taking huge risks by putting these games out. Even look at, like, a studio that was, that had help from Microsoft. Look, in, in, in MDHR, when they did Cuphead, they fucking... They were mortgaging. They were taking out second mortgages on their houses, yeah, to make yeah, sure this game yeah. came out. It's nice to have that security blanket. That's why that epic deal helps. And that's why these people are going to take it. You have to accept it. And if you don't want to buy the game when it hits that launcher because you really hate the launcher that much, then don't buy it. But don't fucking send death threats to people. <coughs> it's it's never worth that. I don't I don't care how much you disagree. You can disagree as much as you want, but it's never worth that. No. Unless like the person's like an actual Nazi, then just fucking I don't then know. punch them. Yeah. Oops, Fuck someone get put on a list for saying punch Nazis. I'm going to get banned from Twitter again. Shit. Oh, God damn it. Shit. For saying fuck turfs. Shit. What a fucking load of horse shit. <laughs> That's some news. Mm. It's not <laughs> really news. Twitter. <laughs> Man, like, only four people noticed. So, like, fuck off. It's not really news. News. But, yeah. I said fuck turfs and I shared a... Whatever. I'll describe the image to you because I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. It's a meme image. Okay. Yeah. And I agree with it because I hate the spreading of hate. And I know that, like, people kind of have, like, this, you know, oh, well, just, you know, 
react negatively to a negative thing. And uh, fuck you. Nothing gets done when you're a centrist bitch. <laughs> To come back to an earlier point. It's an image of Yoshi from the Super Mario Brothers series. He is holding a block from the Super Mario Brothers series. He's in a very uh, vaporwave-ass, weird-ass background graph. And it says, say some transphobic shit, get hit with a brick. Yoshi's holding the brick. They should be uh, They should be banning Yoshi for saying that, that and not me. I, I was just... Reiterating his statement. It's just but Yoshi, dude. Yoshi's fucked up. Yoshi doesn't pay his taxes. He eats eggs. He eats people and turns them into eggs. Yeah. And hits turfs yeah. with bricks. <laughs> As he should. We don't do it. Yoshi does. <laughs> but so, whatever. Some it's breaking, annoying. Some breaking shit. This is this is only rumors, but uh, I opened up my I like open up my Twitter news tab sometimes to see what other like you know just regular people are t- saying about shit. Oh uh, boy. And uh, bully two is trending, and I'm like, what? And I go click on that shit. Now it's not an official announcement. It's it's uh, a a hard ass rumor, but apparently uh, bully two is coming out in 2020 for current and next gen consoles. Holy shit, dude! According to a report, I forgot all about bully. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, apparently a verifiable person from Rockstar leaked it. Huh. Yeah, so apparently Bully 2 That means they've been on. working on it for years and haven't said fucking shit. As they do. That's dope. No, yeah, but we knew Red Dead Redemption 2 was coming for a long time. So well, that's, I mean, that's of course crazy. they were going to make Red Dead Redemption um, 2. Bully is one of those things where it's like, hmm, are they? Wow. And it's, it's hard to tell. You know, I've never uh, really got into Bully, but I kind of want to. So it's dope. Maybe it's a good time to do it. Bully's really cool. You hmm. can get it on uh, modern consoles. Okay. Also, some news: there is a new Cooking Mama title <laughs> rated in Australia. <laughs> now that's the real news. That's the real fucking news. Let's go. Um, look, let's go. New Cooking Mama. Let's fucking go, dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want to play. I want to fucking. I want to fucking cook shit in a goddamn pan with the fucking Switch <clears throat> gyro controls. Let's fucking go. Oh, dude. HD Rumble for cooking, Mama. Let's go. Now, when stuff gets raided, though, that's not always official. Ape Escape 3 has been raided. It's coming. For uh, maybe a decade. I don't know. Maybe half a decade. Who knows? Too fucking long. Release Ape Escape 3, you cowards. I mean, hey, Super Monkey Ball was raided, and then uh, everybody was like, oh, shit. And then it was a remake of the one that's bad on the Wii. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. No reason it's not like good. The is... one everybody doesn't like? Yeah. No, oh. no reason it's not good is because oh, it, no. it has force motion controls, but it's like coming to PC and shit, so maybe they're taking that out. Maybe it'll be a good game. Maybe. Hey, sometimes it happens. Like, you know, people didn't like Donkey Kong Country Returns very much when it first came out. Or yeah. some people didn't because motion control forced. Right. And now it's like really looked Donkey Kong Country Returns upon. 3D. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Very good game. Also, uh, that game came out on the Wii when there wasn't like the motion plus with the gyro. Okay. So it's like really bad. Because uh, the early, early Wii motion controls early were Wii. really bad. Like before they introduced the motion plus. Motion Plus made it okay. Good gimmick. All right. You want to talk about fucking dinosaurs? Let's talk about some fucking dinosaurs. It's the fourth fucking movie. Oh, God, this isn't over yet. they had stopped by now, but they didn't. <laughs> because Hollywood doesn't have any ideas. 
Yep. Jurassic World, motherfucker, <laughs> released in 2014. God's year of 2014. 15. 15. Bitch. I You're said wrong. it wrong. Starring Chris Pratt. Big boy, large muscle man. Chris <laughs> Pratt looking good holding a gun with his muscles sticking out of his shirt. Fresh off of his, uh, uh, not breakout role, but breakout I'm now a famous person role uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Obviously, he was in Parks and Rec and Zero Dark Thirty and a couple other things beforehand. But uh, I think it wasn't until Guardians of the Galaxy that everybody was like, oh. He became a household he's Star name. Star-Lord now. Yeah, he became a household name because of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so this was in development before. Uh, way before Guardians of the Galaxy 1 came out. So it kind of just was a happy accident that they actually got a famous person in the movie at all. Right. Because uh, here's the thing. You know when uh, Jurassic Park 3 came out? The good old yeah. uh, 2001. So this is uh, some years later. Yeah, decade and a half. And they have been trying to make a fourth Jurassic Park movie the entire time. The entire time. They just couldn't Holy agree shit. on anything. And some aspects of their earliest ideas kind of made it into the movie, but in a way that, oddly enough, is way more realistic than what they were going for. Jusby, I'm not fucking with you. We almost got some Turok-ass shit. These fucking human-dinosaur hybrids holding guns. Holy shit. Uh, we almost did. It would have been a dark era. And uh, this uh, this edition of the Gen and Jub show might have been a little weird, and uh, we would have really hated it. I mean, actually, I, I think this movie was pretty good. It was fun. It wasn't great. No, it was stupid. Uh, and, it's and, certainly nothing that holds a dull fucking candle to the original Jurassic Park, but it's fun, and it's better than the other sequels, I think. Oh, absolutely. This is definitely, definitely better than 2 and 3 by a mile. Which isn't... It shouldn't be hard to do... <laughs> So thankfully, at least at least it did that. Like, like this movie is fairly straightforward. It is fairly cheesy. Uh, it has parts that made me just cringe and roll my eyes. Yeah, it has some serious schlock in it. Some, yeah, but that was my favorite mega, part. Mega schlock. The was, schlock was my favorite part. It was Justin, tasty. it was tasty schlock. Delicious schlock. Grilled schlock. <laughs> I, I don't know. They went through like a billion different versions. Joe Johnston will direct it. No, Joe Johnston doesn't want to direct a Jurassic Park movie ever again. Steven Spielberg. No, Steven Spielberg doesn't want to direct a Jurassic Park movie ever again. It'll have trained dinosaurs to fight in wars with guns. Okay, guns are stupid. Let's not do that. They fight with claws, but they have body armor. Okay, that's stupid. Let's not do that. Okay, it'll be about, uh, you know, one of the problems we had with the other sequels where it was just like one cast member from the original. Let's bring back Grant and Malcolm in the same movie. Dope. Sam Neill and Hashef Goldblum in the same movie trying to, you know, figure out the dino problem. But none of these really came to light. None of these really progressed further than bad early scripts. But eventually, they uh, figure it out. And uh, your boy Colin Trevorrow is the director here. Colin Trevorrow is famous for Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> now he directed a, an indie film that was a, a bit of a critical darling that uh, people liked called Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah, Other I know than about that, that okay. he did Jurassic World. After the success of Jurassic World, he was tapped 
to helm Star Wars Episode Nine, which is coming out this year, and is not directed by Colin Trevorrow because he uh, got the fuck out of there and said, no, I don't like it. I don't like it very much, sir. And J.J. came back. Yeah. Good yeah. old J.J. Abrams, safety net, J.J. Abrams. For whatever reason, he didn't, he just uh, didn't like the direction or... They I'm didn't sure like he wanted his to do, direction. I'm sure, I, I don't know. I'm sure he wanted to do something interesting There's with it. There's probably a fair amount of course correcting that they're doing after The Last Jedi, which, you know, I, I don't think is a bad movie, but it's definitely a weird movie, and it's probably not exactly what they were hoping for, uh, response-wise or result-wise or anything. So I mean, it still made a shit ton of money. It did. Uh, speaking of making a shit ton of money, this movie did. Oh, I'm sure it did, uh, yeah. This movie is still, I think... Top 10 highest grossing films of all time. It held the weekend record for domestic highest weekend gross for about a couple months. Then Star Wars Force Awakens come out. Uh, speaking of which, that broke the record. Oh, yeah. And then obviously that record has been shattered uh, multiple times now by uh, Avengers and Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> as, 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 as would be expected. So... There's a lot of editing on this one. What the fuck was that? Was that a fart? That sounded like a sewage thing, or like a piping thing. It's a ghost with a tuba, dude. There are ghosts in this house, bro. Yeah? Bro. There's some ghosts in this fucking house, bro. You bro, sure? it's called Ghost Adventures, bro. Bro! <laughs> bro! I'm gonna it's kick called. the ghost's ass. <laughs> All right, anyway, him. fuck. What's Jurassic World about, Jusby? What is it? What is Jurassic World? Jurassic World starts with going like, hey, guys, would you believe after everything that happened the last three times we did shit with these dinosaurs that somebody else would take this fucking island and open up another theme park? You wouldn't guess, and the public would just be okay with it? No, I wouldn't after, believe that, Jusby, but here we are. After got out into the fucking city and started destroying shit, you wouldn't believe that? No, I wouldn't believe that, Jesby. Well, guess what? It fucking happened. Here yep, we are. <laughs> yep, yep, here we are. You know what? I don't care. There's uh, another theme park, and everybody loves it. This is one of the most interesting aspects of the movie, though, is that it doesn't just take place on an isolated island with like various survivors just running around. There's a lot of stakes in this movie because there's people everywhere, and I think that's an interesting take on it. What if they went so far as to actually have the park? I think it's a better execution of the same, like, let's go all the way with this aspect of it than, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a good comparison or not. Uh, something like Terminator Salvation. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, there's this war between machines and humans, but we always only show the outskirts of it. Let's just show it. Let's just show it. And yeah. these are movies that are about the outskirts of planning to make a dinosaur theme park. Let's just show it. And this pulls it off way better than... And that fucking oh yeah, absolutely Jesus absolutely Christ oh so like, I just don't believe it in the context of the series yeah would never happen would never pull off no I don't think so but honestly Jurassic Park exists in uh, a fictional reality where people are stupider than uh, normal right uh, because goddamn there's a lot of bad decisions made by corporate bitches in this movie which it sounds like uh, corporate bitches make bad decisions could be sem somewhat realistic but, but yeah. who knows who knows uh, i'm sure they get a get a you know anyway this uh what do we got here we got uh what what are our characters 
Well, we got Chris Pratt. He's the Raptor boy. Raptor boy. He trained him. He trained him them Raptors. Raptor boy trained Raptors. Show a scene where he's like, he's like teaching him to do shit, throwing him food. Mm-hmm. And and then and then he like and then military man show up and go like, hey, we're gonna weaponize this. And he's like, nah, nah, you ain't get out of here. Uh, he was uh, establishes. He was apparently helmed as a sort of a combination between the ideals of Grant and the ideals of Malcolm. Yeah, it makes sense. Which, yeah, it does make sense. Like, he's someone that, like, is in love with, like... Dinosaurs. The idea of it, but, like, maybe not, like, the corporatization of it and yeah. everything that begins to happen in this movie. He's, uh, he's still skeptical of everything. Yeah. Where he's, like, he would rather them, them leave these things alone... But since it's happening, he might as well contribute. I think he's a mostly good lead character. Yeah, he's fine, actually. There are a few aspects that I think that they, like, tried to explore with him that just kind of fall flat to me. Like, him... His weird, like, flirting relationship with uh, Claire. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character, who's, like, really the main character of the movie, I guess. Like, she's the one that has, like, an arc more than anyone else. I right, say. right. Um... Bryce Dallas Hall, Hallard, uh, Howard, sorry, uh, coincidentally from Terminator Salvation, by yes. the way. Ah, everything's connected. We just watch the same movies over and over again in an infinite hell loop on this show. Sounds like that's what uh, Hollywood does. <laughs> just make the same movie. Make it again. Give us your money. Make it again. Give us your money. Make it again. Give us your fucking money, dude. Give me. So she plays... Claire Deering, the uh, person in charge of Jurassic World, or at least in charge of the theme park operations. Yeah, so it's like she's like the manager. The day-to-day, yeah. She's the manager, not the boss. Right. Uh, so she... We get the sense that she's kind of distant and work-focused. Yes. Um, her nephews are coming to visit... And, you know, get free passes and explore the park and everything. Uh, that, I think we're introduced to them before anybody else. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the scene at their home. Yeah, that's where the movie starts. <sighs> their their dad is played by uh, fucking David Wallace from The Office. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> working, working at home, staying at home, making the suck it. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so... They go to visit their aunt, and she's all like, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I can't hang out with you today. I'll hang out with you tomorrow. You hang out with my assistant. Bye-bye. And they're like, aunt's a bitch. They don't say that, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, they're disappointed. They are obviously disappointed that their aunt doesn't uh, spend time with them enough. Which, uh, you know, I guess makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the mom character kind of overreacts a bit. They kind of, they try to play her off as like an overprotective mother. <laughs> she's like crying because like... I guess her relationship with her sister is fractured more so. Probably because of her work. Yeah. I guess. I feel like it's just like a little overly dramatic for what the scene is. But whatever. That's fine. Um, I I think the nephews are okay. Their dynamics are okay. They're not nearly as good as the kids from Jurassic Park 1. That's hard to top. They were pretty good and pretty dynamic and pretty iconic. Uh, But they kind of fill the same roles in a way. Like the siblings who... uh, don't necessarily get along so good at the beginning, but at the end they're, you know, obviously surviving and they care about each other immensely and that's all fine and good. Yeah. Uh, the teenage one that's all like, you know, 
He's a he's a he's, horny boy. He's, he's being a teenager. Yeah, he has a girlfriend at home, he's but apparently to, he doesn't give a shit. He's just apparently to he's fuck. like, I'm gonna fuck someone in this theme park. I don't care if it's one of the dinosaurs. I don't care about my girlfriend. <laughs> I'll just fuck something. Uh, she says, "I love you." And he like, "Oh shit." Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I'll text you. It's fine. Yeah, he just seems ultra distracted. But hey, t- teenagers be that way sometimes. And then the kid, and then the the younger one is, of course, just like, you know, really nerdy and really excited about the park and all that shit. Uh, Makes sense. It's all, you know, typical, but not stupid. Like, something that Jurassic Park 3 fails at completely is having characters. Right. This movie has characters, and I can remember who they were. And they're, yeah, they're actually (laughs) So that helps. That's good. Yeah, for the most part, they're actually likable. That's an improvement. Yeah, for the most part. And the ones that aren't likable are not necessarily meant to be likable. Because usually they die. Yeah. A lot of people die in this movie. This fucking dope. I think it's the most deaths in the franchise, but uh, nothing really comes across as iconic of a death as anything from Jurassic Park 1. Right. Nothing comes across as iconic as something from Jurassic Park 1 at all. So that's that's what we're at. It's just a fine blown out of proportion big version of this concept but it's fun it's dumb fun but it's fun yeah you got a you got a big old that you you get introduced to the main antagonist of this movie which is a big old hybrid dinosaur that's right the dna boys have been playing as far as dinosaur antagonists go right the indominus rex is uh so we get the implication that like the customers are quote-unquote bored with the routine of seeing normal dinosaurs so they just made one they just mixed they just put all the dinosaurs in a blender and just went and then just out pops this fucking super dino with all the dinosaur powers (laughs) or whatever the fuck you want to (laughs) say uh like i mean we we gradually get revealed all of its abilities and things throughout the movie but like it's smart it can trick people. It has camouflage. It eats everything. It kills for sport. It fucks. It fucks. <laughs> I don't think it fucks. Um, it fucks. And it has raptor DNA, so it ends up being able to control raptors later. Spoiler, oops, spoiler for Jurassic World, which came out, uh, you know, a couple years ago. Five. And everyone saw it back then, except me and Jub. So. Yeah, it's my first time seeing this. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know I, how. I saw that and I was like, no, and I didn't go to see uh, it. I think it. I think after you know a decade of thinking about two and three, I just was not up for another Jurassic Park movie. And 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 oddly enough, I was kind of looking forward to it this time around after watching two and three directly because I was like, at least this one has a positive rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so we'll uh, maybe it's all right. And it's all right. It's all right. So they they bred this super dino, and obviously bad stuff happened. It get out. It's out. Oh no. Millions are dead. <laughs> not not right away, but it starts killing people. And uh the boss of Jurassic World, the guy who owns it, um, is kind of a really understated character. Uh Simon Mastrani, the CEO. He's, he's presented as, like, someone who should be likable, but he's really just a corporate man. Yeah. He's really just a hack who doesn't really understand the weight of his own 
not creation, but like the thing that he has in his hands. It's he like, doesn't know the power of he's it. He's like he Hammond. Yes. Without the character development because he dies. Which is great, but I wish it happened earlier. So like they have this subplot where like he is learning how to fly a helicopter. Like he, he likes being hands on and he likes being like involved. Uh, so he wants to be able to fly a helicopter over the island. You know, he feels like he has ownership over some like things of it, you know, aspects of it. And you know, this is my dinosaur. Yay. Let's see my dinosaur. And there's a part later in the movie where he's like, I will go save something. I forget exactly what, because whatever plot details don't really matter much. And, uh, I really wanted it to be like that scene in cabin in the woods where, uh, spoilers for cabin in the woods. Chris Hemsworth goes to like motorcycle off uh, the cliff for help and like stunt away and it's played off like a big heroic moment. And then he just hits the fucking edge of the dome that they're in or whatever. Great scene. Great subversion of uh, what you expect to happen. I was really hoping that was going to happen with this character. I was hoping he was going to be like, I'm going to be the hero and go save the day and fly off in my helicopter. And then he just gets fucking eaten immediately. And he does crash and die and not really do anything of note. But I wanted it to happen immediately as soon as he took off. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been hysterical. That would have been the funniest fucking thing. Oh, man. But Instead, he had to go let all the pterodactyls out and weird pterodactyls. There with- was a weird hybrid pterodactyl with like a little raptor head. Yeah. Stupid as fuck looking. Didn't like that one. No, it looked it horrible. was not a fan. There is a lot that of CGI. That thing probably can speak and it probably says, kill me all the time. Yeah. So... <laughs> There's a lot of CGI in this movie. Mostly and CGI. The most CGI we've had so far in these movies. Yeah, and for the most part, it looks okay. There's some things it like that weird fine. dinosaur that's just creepy. I think by 2015, we've kind of learned, not, not 100%, but how to make CGI tolerable and not like a chore to look at like it was in 2001. Right. So, um, not that we knew back then, but like you know, looking back at those now, it's hard to do. Absolutely, too. yeah. Not everything ages as well as, like, you know, the Terminator goop. I Ugh. think that stuff's fun. That gets so, funny, though. That, that, that breaches the point of looking bad that it just becomes hilarious. Right, sure. At this point, the couple things that look bad in it just look bad, and it just sucks. Yeah, but then everything else looks cool. So right, like, everything cares? else looks fine. So, uh, the basic structure of this plot is that the Indominus gets out, and they're like, oh god, we gotta, don't shut down the park, don't panic everybody, which is stupid. Indominus, Indominus, get out. They, like, we ain't shutting down the park, that would be stupid, which is the opposite of true. Uh, (laughs) So, they, they decide not to, they decide everything's fine, and obviously Claire's nephews go out in a big old sphere and are out in the middle of the island where the Indominus Rex is bopping around while they're trying to hunt the dang thing. It doesn't work very well. They're not able to kill it. The Indominus kills all the people that go after it. Because they're then, not trying to kill it. We're then presented with, uh, you know, they, they go out to, like, rescue uh, the nephew, uh, Claire and Owen do. And I, I think uh, the nephew's come across the old base yes they come across this the old is jurassic on the park. island from jurassic park one by right the way. so the old stuff is still like buried in the middle of the jungle uh they jump start a jurassic park jeep from 1992 and head out and uh run away from the dino 
getaway and it's all good except uh it's not because dino's still coming and also the the birds get loose from helicopter crashing in the, the bird cage and those are just fucking picking people off left and right killing people dropping them uh the, the one girl gets it so bad because she's like getting eaten by a pterodactyl and then the pterodactyl gets eaten by that big giant fish dinosaur yes <laughs> just like chomps up dope as shit fuck it <laughs> uh, another side plot that we didn't mention yet is uh our main human villain for the movie is uh vincent d'onofrio as uh vic hoskins who is some in-gen security dickhead who is like, yeah, raptors are fucking lit, dude. How is InGen still a company? We're gonna make them fight in Iraq. Like, I don't know what his fucking deal is. It's so stupid. Why is InGen still a company? It's a That's a good question. That's like if Umbrella was still around. Like, get the fuck out of here. That don't make no sense. You don't get to just exist still. Right. When fuck you off. do that shit. <laughs> I don't know. I like Vincent D'Onofrio, but I, I don't really like him in this. He's kind of just like a, a meme man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. He's all like, you know, yeah, we're going to we're gonna make uh, the Velociraptors fight in war because, you know, drones can't get into everywhere. Well, fuck you. Uh, that's dumb. What are you going to... Really? You're going to... Are you going to teach them how to hold guns? <laughs> Go in there, Charlie. Shoot the terrorist. I, I don't I don't see it happening. I know people hunt with like animals or whatever. I that is a thing. You could use animals to kill people, you know. Big boss did it in the eighties. <laughs> Attack. Good dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this is a little different because it's hard to control uh, velociraptors, you know. Uh Chris Pratt's only able to do it because he's been training with them since they were born. And, even and then he, he has, has instilled trouble. himself as the alpha. And even still, they're unpredictable to a certain extent. And uh, that gets proven right later on when they uh, try to use the raptors as a plan to go attack the Indominus Rex with the trained raptors. Which doesn't go very well because the Indominus Rex is a fucking raptor and establishes itself as the new alpha. And the raptors turn on them and start eating them. Oops. Uh oh, oops! <laughs> Dinos eat people again. <laughs> Happens constantly during this movie. <laughs> Lots of death. Love it. It's fun schlock. Uh, what else? What? What am I? We we eventually get to you know our survivors uh trying to beat the Indo- like just run away from the Indominus and you know all hope is lost. But then Claire gets that brilliant idea to go release a T Rex and then they go fight. And the T-Rex fights the Indominus in an epic anime fight scene. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I think Blue, the main yeah, the other Velociraptor friend, uh, decides to uh, join in on the fight because it, it, it still like kind of respects Owen as the alpha Yeah, after all. And uh, they defeat the Indominus Rex. This is after they kill... Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio off, too. Yes. Obviously. Uh, but all the lab and equipment gets shipped off-site. Yes. Along with B.D. Wong, who was in Jurassic Park 1, uh, the only returning character from the original movies. And he's kind of evil. And he's kind of evil, even though that wasn't really the case in the first one. He was just like, yes, uh, Jurassic Park is great. 
we're making fantastic creatures. But now he's just like... It's like working for... I'm not a mad scientist. (laughs) He laughs like a mad scientist. Right. (laughs) Like that's basically what we get in this movie. Uh, I I don't know. It's whatever. It's obviously just set up for a sequel. Like there's still an organization making dinos out there. So obviously just sequel bait for later. Yeah. Also, but yeah, fight gets resolved with Dominus. Big sea monster comes back again. Eats Indominus. Good time. What an absolutely schlocky scene. I loved it. It was so funny. It was so much dino fighting. I didn't even care. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And then the day is saved and everyone's fine and there's except not... A, all the know, people that died. Except all the people that died. They're dead. They're dead forever. They don't get to have a happy ending. <laughs> but forget all that. Let's make a joke about, you know, we should stick together for survival reasons. Uh, lame. <laughs> so lame. What a lame final line for this movie. I didn't really buy their relationship the whole time. Me neither. I don't. It doesn't work. I mean, it kind of, kind of. It was established early on in the movie that they kind of had a fling, and they totally fucked. Yeah, but like, it, it's really weird and off-putting. It's not really terrible. It's just like weird. some of it works, but it just it it doesn't really feel like it needs to be in this movie. It's not natural feeling yeah. at all. It feels very forced. I, I care more about the general dinosaur plot than this, and you know, it's a tricky thing to get a love story right in a movie that's not a love story, right? Uh, it, it's not not what I would do with my Jurassic Park movie. We'll no. see what they do with the next one because I, I'm kind of like not looking forward to that aspect of it at least. Yeah, from what I heard, it's much worse. Um, I think it's the lowest rated Rotten Tomatoes score of any of these movies. So it could be the worst one. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because oddly enough, Jurassic Park 3 had a lot of positive reviews for some reason. Yeah, wrong. You're so wrong. Yeah. The movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Wake up, Alan. Alan. Fuck off. But yeah, that's Jurassic World, a very uh, run-of-the-mill, typical Hollywood rom jam jam where you you get the jams and the dinosaurs fight, big CG, big budget, big money, make money, big, 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 big money, make. We got it. We got the money. We got our bag. We secured it. Easy money. Just make Jurassic Park again. A couple more things before we go. Fun, dumb trivia. So, uh, I don't know if you remember the controversy about this movie when it first uh, started coming out, and there was a like a, a clip. Uh, I guess, uh, let's see here. It aired on MTV, and uh, it's the clip of Owen arguing with Claire about how the dinosaurs in the park are treated. And uh, Joss Whedon criticized the clip. He called it 70s-era sexist. He said this, She's a stiff, he's a life force. Really? Still? Uh, and admittedly, like isolated from everything else, that scene is pretty dumb. Like most of the love story angles in this uh, movie. Oh, absolutely. Colin Trevorrow himself responded. He said he wasn't bothered by Whedon's comments. And he quoted, uh, he said this, To be honest, I don't totally disagree with him. I wonder why Universal chose a clip like that that shows an isolated situation within a movie that has an internal logic. That starts with characters that are almost archetypes, stereotypes that are deconstructed as the story progresses. 
Uh, I, I I think it ended up being no big deal, but uh, no. that was a little controversy. And another controversy that happened, uh, obviously, when they first made Jurassic Park, they were on the forefront of trying to present the dinosaurs in a realistic manner. But then Jurassic Park's iconic as a film. So when you show the dinosaurs on screen, do you portray them as they actually would have been? Or do you portray them as they were in Jurassic Park? And that's the tricky thing. Mm-hmm. You pretty so, much have to go with Jurassic Park, though. Modern science has revealed that raptors are completely covered in feathers. They kind of address this a little bit in Jurassic Park 3 by having some of the dinosaur velociraptors, I mean, have feathers, but not all of them. But that was back in 2001. Now, in well, now, in quotation marks, in 2015... <laughs> Uh, we have discovered that they're completely covered in feathers. And some scientists uh, and biologists and such uh, criticized that aspect of the movie and said that they uh, just were just making a big, dumb monster movie and weren't interested in the science of it. Yeah. Uh, which is true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which is fine by me. Fuck it. I'm not coming to these movies for science anymore. The first one, you can no. maybe make an argument that it's about a little more than just monster movie, but uh, not after one. No. no. None of the sequels. Because I'm just trying to profit off the popularity of the first one. This movie is less of a critique on the folly of science than the folly of uh, capitalism, which is obviously an aspect of the entire series. But uh, yeah, but they go hard on this. But one. they go hard on this one. Yeah, this is like the, the 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 nightmare that Ian Malcolm foresaw, like come to life, where it's on lunchboxes and shit. Uh, speaking of him, Jeff He's, Goldblum in the next one. Yeah, I'm excited for, to for see like him. Five seconds. Apparently, it's very short. I'm just preparing myself mentally for that because the trailers made it seem like he had a big role. Of course they did. Get people butts and seats. I hate when trailers do that so much. Trailers butts suck. And seats. Butts and seats. Yeah. Well, I guess that's uh that's about it. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Next week we'll watch the last Jurassic Park movie until they make another Jurassic Park movie in twenty twenty. at least I think it's twenty twenty. Fuck. Uh the, the finale the finale of the Jurassic World trilogy, which it's it's always been intended to be. Uh, I joked about the Terminator doing that several times, but I, I think they could successfully pull this off and then end it. Uh, hopefully it's not terrible, like the second aspect of it apparently is, but we'll see uh, next week. I'm f- sort of excited, but sort of scared as shit. I'm not looking to forward see to what it. the fuck they do with the sequel to this movie. I'm not looking forward to it at all. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Bye.